Hello and welcome to LSH Talks, a podcast hosting important conversations within the property sector. During the first season of this podcast, I will be speaking to women working within the commercial property network, shining the spotlight on a handful of talented females working within the sector. In this final episode of season one of LSH Talks, I will be speaking with Gail Taylor, National Head of Building Consultancy at Lambert Smithampton. Hi, I'm Gail Taylor. I'm a Chartered Building Surveyor and I head up the Building Consultancy Division at Lambert Smithampton. How is it that you got into surveying? Completely by chance. I left school being good at chemistry, so I went to Dundee University to study pharmacology and to become an industrial chemist. And after about six weeks, I thought, nah, this isn't for me. Came home, had um, had a chat with a friend's mum, who was a careers advisor. She was like, I think you'd be really good at rural practice surveying because I'm from a farming background and love the countryside and uh, so we signed up for this course didn't do a lot of research quite clearly uh, turned out after a couple of years of being on it that I realized I wasn't going to be a rural practice surveyor um, I was going to be a building surveyor and, and that's how I'm here that's how I ended up here it was completely by chance certainly not planned um, but it's worked out okay how long have you been working within the industry for? I graduated in 2003. So I, I joined a company called King Sturge as a graduate. I, I worked there for eight years and then I joined LSH in 2011. This will be my 10th year. Oh, this should get you a little badge. I think we get a week off. Even better. So obviously you got into it completely by chance. It wasn't what you expected. It definitely wasn't a chemistry degree. How did you feel being a woman kind of stumbling into this industry? Did you feel that there were any particular hurdles you came up against or because you stumbled, it kind of just happened organically? Yeah, I, I, no, I don't think there's any hurdles. I think that I think that this industry is quite welcoming to women. I think as long as, you know, if you, if you talk to people how you want to be taught to yourself and, and you're, you're, you're nice, then people will be nice back to you. And that, I think that goes through all walks of life and it, and this industry is no different. Yeah, I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever come across um, any negativity towards me as a woman, <laughs> maybe towards me as a line manager, but not as a woman. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's a good industry in that respect. Um, there aren't, I mean, it is male dominated, don't get me wrong, but I don't think that necessarily through any fault of the industry. I think that's just, it's just the history and it's something that's changing you know something needs to be done at schools I think to change it more so than necessarily the industry the industry are welcoming women but it's just that there are enough women applying to be in the industry I don't think you know when I look at the number of CVs that come across my desk nine out of ten of them will be from lads male everyone has said that exact same thing which is that it needs to start from a school level and then it will eventually work its way up you're the fifth or sixth person i've talked to and everyone said the same thing and i just think that's it that's just that's so bizarre yeah i think careers advice in schools is terrible (laughs) i think that um you know you know you know about the obvious careers don't you you know about being a teacher you know about being a doctor and a nurse and a dentist but um but a surveyor's and accountants and um, and professions like that, we're hardly ever talked about. Uh, and I think it's about raising the profile of the industry um, and, and the types of career that you can have, because, I mean, it's massively varied, isn't it? You know, that, that suits all kinds of people. 
If you're seeing loads of CVs being flown across your desk from a variety of different people, is there anything that you would suggest to put on them that potentially stands out or potentially guides more women to be pushed to put those CVs on your desk? If a woman is listening to this and thinking, oh, I'm not quite good enough to apply for that job or I don't think I have quite the right skill set, would you just advise them to push and do it anyway? Do you feel like maybe that's the issue? To, to get into surveying, into, into building surveying specifically, the typical route is to go through university and get a degree. But we are now taking on apprentices. And I have to say that the apprenticeship route is a, a brilliant one because really all you need to be is whether you're a man or a woman or a dog, all you need to be is switched on and, and have some kind of common sense about you you know we see people coming from university whether you know girls or and boys who 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 are really bright and smart and do well but conversely we see people who come out of university with excellent grades but don't flourish um but actually you could just join straight from school and learn on the job and we could you know we could we you, you learn a lot about this industry learning on the job like at you know at I think back to my days at university and I didn't really, and I perhaps shouldn't admit it really, but I didn't really spend that much time and everything that I've learned has been in work and on the job. So I don't think there's anything specifically to, to say to, to women, but it's about being, um, just being yourself and being conf- having the confidence. You know, if, you're, if, you're in, if you've got an interest in buildings, in property, in anything to do with real estate, go for it. What do you think has been the biggest risk that you've taken so far within your career? So maybe a little bit about before you joined LSH or potentially something that's happened whilst you've been at LSH? I think, I mean, aside from changing courses at uni and completely turning that one around, I think probably the other biggest risk has been joining LSH in the first place. You know, I I I was in a comfortable position at another big practice. I was at a senior level. And uh, the opportunity to join LSH came up to join them as a director. It was almost a sideways move, really, for me at the time. Um, but with a very clear opportunity to progress to head of department fairly quickly. So I did that back in 2011 and was head of department in the Manchester office within 12 months. Um, and since then, my career has just gone from strength to strength. And now I sit here over the whole team across the country, which is you know, it's great. So definitely a risk worth taking. (laughs) Yes, definitely, definitely a risk worth taking. Do you think that potentially the opportunities for women has become even stronger over the course of your time in the industry? Do you think there are more opportunities for women to break into the industry and gain that confidence than there was perhaps 10 or 15 years ago? I think I'd say that there probably are the same opportunities because there were no less when I was graduating out. But I think what we're starting to see now is the fruits labour of the women that have gone before us. You've got more women in senior positions progressing through organisations and it's a little bit more common. I mean, you only have to look outside, you know, it's not just in our industry, it's across every industry, isn't it? And like, you know, the FTSE 100, I think it's something like over a third of board members are now women, which wouldn't have been the case 15 years ago. It's just that, you know, time, everything takes time, doesn't it? So the, the change is happening. And I think it probably happened a while ago, <laughs> you know, before, you know, before I started in my career, 
that people were open to giving women more opportunities. But I think, you know, corporate firms have been all over it for quite some time, if that, if that makes sense. I was, we haven't really spoken about this. What do you think so far has been your biggest challenge? Has there been a notable moment that has been particularly challenging? No, I wouldn't say there was a standout challenging moment. But what I would say is, um, and I don't, I don't think this is just because I'm a woman, but I think my biggest challenge personally is taking things personally. And perhaps, perhaps a challenge that I face not just in my career, but through all parts of my life. And, you know, overthinking things when I get home, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, worrying about something. I'm not sure um, that I'll ever overcome that, but certainly got better at dealing with it. Um, but yeah, and I think it's you know it's important to be able to draw the line between home and work, and be able to you know recognise that work is just work, and at the end of the day, it's, you know we're not saving lives here; <laughs> we're just providing advice on property. I would imagine that you probably feel that way because you care and you care so much that you want to make sure that everything is just right and you would hate for something you say or for something to happen and it be taken the wrong way or be blown out of proportion so you overthink it just because you care more than anything. Yeah I mean absolutely we work in a people business every every day we deal with people whether that's colleagues or clients we're dealing with people and you know every everybody is different and every personality is different and you know, that's one of the best things about about this industry, the people in it. And of course, I care. Like, I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't care. <laughs> okay, final question, because I think we've we've pretty much covered everything that we generally chat about. What do you think success looks like? And do you think that so far within your career, you have achieved success? Yeah, I think I think success, getting home at the end of the day and being happy with what you've achieved, not necessarily that day, but being happy with where you're at. So if you, if you can set out to achieve something and, and you do that and you can reflect on it and um, and you're happy with that, then then that's success, isn't it? And whether that's whether that's getting to the most senior position in an organisation or whether that's continuing at entry level for, for 40 years of your career, if you're happy with that, then you are successful. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to be happy. And if you're not, that, that's where um, that's when you need to change things, isn't it? find out more please visit lsh.co.uk